This is Akafe. Laura Marie and Jessica Marie proudly present A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, a podcast. Fair warning, everything the hosts say is explicit, full of spoilers and adult content and shall not be used against them. They have opinions. Let's try not to drag anyone for expressing themselves and just have fun for an hour. We all deserve it. This episode contains spoilers from The Shadowhunters World with mentions of Throne of Glass, Twilight, and Supernatural. For full list, please see show notes. There's also discussions surrounding alcoholism, miscarriage, and death of a parent. Everybody, and welcome to A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, your weekly deep dive into the YA literature and fandoms that we love. I'm Laura Marie. And I'm Jessica Marie. And today we are discussing Chain of Iron. This is book two in the last hours by Cassie Clare. And if you are a longtime listener, then you know, we all know that these episodes run <laughs> so long. So let's just get right into it. Jess, who are these people? So we really all basically everybody's back. Everybody's back. We have, I mean, Will and Tessa and Magnus. We have, um, but and then you know we have like our OGs, I guess you can say, and then we have like the Mary Thieves and the new like Mary Thieves two So we have Cordelia, we have Lucy and Jem. Well, Jem is part of the OGs too. Um, James, Matthew, Thomas, Christopher, Alistair. He's like. 2.0-ish adjacent, I think is the best way we can say. Um, Anna Lightwood and Grace Blackthorne is still fucking there. Um, we have Jesse Blackthorne. Um, Belial is back and we have a, the one new character we have is Lilith. Lilith is here and, um, and, and things kind of go awry as they would, um, in, in the world of Shadowhunters. Um, and I guess that's a perfect lead-in into um, if this book follows the pattern, because um, if you're new to the episodes, we have a segment called The Pattern, and it's just kind of a, is everything outlined within the prologue and or the first five chapters of a book? And so if you've been joining us um, a long time, welcome um, back. And if you're just joining us, we started the segment this year in October 2023. So uh, Laura, does this follow the pattern? Yes, this book absolutely, absolutely follows the pattern. Uh, you could say it follows the pattern from the get-go. When we we start the book with someone, we see somebody with Jesse, Jesse's dead body, being possessed by Belial. He's walking around. He's stabbing people. He's collecting energy. That's our, that's our whole plot right there. That that's everything. Uh, then, if you want to, like, we have. I have more examples. I have more examples. <laughs> um, Lucy. So the the next little part of this is that Lucy. She is working with Grace to resurrect Jesse's body, um, and we have just like a little time moniker, which is four months. You know, you know, I love that shit. And um, this four months from the past book. The Blackthorn sword is mentioned here. She's just like, oh, there's the Blackthorn sword that plays a huge part in the last battle of the book. Uh, and then Lucy also like, you have to choose Lucy between your own life and like Jesse's life, you know, all, all of that stuff. Grace yells at her. That is the end of Lucy's like subplot 
in this book, really, pretty much. Uh, and then later on, Hypatia is talking about Lilith and owls. And, you know, she's in Edom. Like, her world is Edom. They say it over and over and over again. And then uh, Sans and Sanvi and um, Samengaleth, you know, that whole thing with the protection rituals and all of that that Hypatia talks about. That is also the whole plot of the book <laughs> right there. I mean, that's the whole plot of it right there. And then just to like cap everything, I, I kind of think, uh, Matthew, Matthew suspects that Cordelia is in love with James and Matthew gives a little, I don't, I don't even want you to call it. You just like a little slide in there with that, that side kiss gets a little I action. Even, I, it doesn't even, it, it feels like, and everybody says this about him. Oh, he's so flirty. He's so playful. Everything with that he does is harmless. Cause she goes to give him a kiss on the cheek and he just like turns his head to get the peck on the lips. And everybody's like, ha ha ha. Oh, Matthew, you're so funny. You're so sweet. And we're here like, mm, mm. is he that? I don't know about that because we've been saying since book one, at least that like Laura's read this multiple times. Um, this was my first read of this book and I only read uh, Chain of Gold one time when we recorded that, that initial episode. Um, and again, I was like, I, I felt great. I called it Laura. Um, how many times have you read these books or at least, um, Chain of Iron because, um, it only came out in 2021. Excellent question. Thank you for asking. I have read this book at least three times, but here, <laughs> here's the like kicker. Here's the kicker. I, this is the first time, and this is the only thing I think that really matters in this situation. This read that I have done with you, this 2.5 that I have done now for you right now is the only read I think that matters because I know how the series ends now. I've read the third book. So what I'm doing now is I'm looking for the clues in book three it, now in book two and I'm finding them. I'm like, ah, there they are. Okay. So okay, I see what you're saying. Like, okay, because you've read the whole series. You've read everything. Like, I mean, especially for the last hours as they've come out. But as the Chronicles itself, we're still reading. We still haven't read Blackthorn Manor. Um, and the new ones that are going to be coming out in 2024, we're both on that Kickstarter for that. Um, so that's interesting. So now you're like rereading it with another different perspective, knowing what you know with book three. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this read that I'm doing with you is, I think, the only read that really matters because I, I'm just looking for all of these clues. I see all these clues just, and, and, and all of this is like a book three conversation, but there was a conversation there about like, oh, this happened and I thought this would happen, but I see the clues for it now in book two and in book one. So it makes a little bit more sense. And I just didn't have that context. So I feel a different way about it now. Uh, so it, it's all, it's all very interesting. Uh, I don't want to ask fine. different way no. good or different way bad yeah, because yeah, I'm like yeah, it's no, just no. different and I don't want to be led one way or the Yeah, other. yeah, and and it's, and especially like it might not you might not even like notice. So like that's excellent too. Um because it's 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 here in the text. So like, mm -hmm. you know, we we were all just like yeah, it's it's a whole thing. We'll talk about it then. Uh what we can talk about now. Talk about now. <laughs> um so we we discussed the the opening and then we discussed Lucy and Grace uh, essentially, essentially Lucy and Grace with Jesse, they talk about how Lucy is, has tried to command Jesse back to life, but she has not been able to. 
And um, she is against necromancy at this point. She's just very like, no, 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 no. We can't do necromancy now. Uh, And she says like, Jesse's soul is anchored here. His, his, his soul, his soul is anchored here. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't pick up. Like they're literally talking about anchors here. I don't know how that was. <laughs> right after his body was just walking around murdering people. They're talking about anchors right here, right here. And and we also have a little introduction of like Grace, how uh, she is more than just like this foil to our romantic uh, pair. Uh, she likes science. She's, there's a little bit more. And we get a little bit more of her. Here's the thing, though. I still don't really care. For Grace at all? No. No, no. I like, I understand her. I respect her. And I get, like, you got to do what you got to do. I get that. But, like, my heart is with Cordelia and you're yeah. in the way of that. So, yeah. like, absolutely. And I mean, I think we had this conversation, you know, even at the end of A Chain of Gold. But here, but even in this one, when I was giving you updates, it was very much a, I get trauma. I get survival. I understand what she's doing. I understand that they are still in a patriarchal society. So, like, good for her to have this power, too. But that doesn't not make me upset with how it's going how it's going down yeah it's just it, it's 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 you know it's a whole thing so there that's 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 what we get in in that opening and then we have cordelia and cordelia is, you know her wedding is in the morning and we have matthew picking her up we have the subplot of matthew's father like sonar is like waiting by the door because uh, elias has been released from the basilius uh five days ago and they don't know where he is where's elias he's on a bender he's on a bender like he's on a bender the basilius did not cure him whatever uh we have matthew picking up cordelia and and <laughs> taking her to the hell ruel and matthew drops these lines again again like uh kit can almost ignite gunpowder so that's later on in the book right later on in the book that's just you know one of those things um but jess i think you love <laughs> matthew fairchild is that right i do i do i was thinking about this and i was like watch me get fucked again because I was all like gem 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 and then I was really about Will so when I was giving you updates I was like Matthew I love you and then I'm like I'm going to reserve my opinions until James does not have a spell on him and even when the spell is off by the end of this book I was just like no I'm still down for Matthew for you that <laughs> did you call that a, like forever like a mile away Because I want to know yours, too. This is a really good way to segment into this. Okay, so obviously I love I love Matthew Fairchild. Obviously I do. But no, my heart is with James because I I love the tragedy of James Herondale. Like and and I say I say tragedy because like at the end of this book, like it's it's he's still, you know, he's And we'll get into it. He's not happy at the end of this book. So he's still in like a you know, it's still very tragic, I would say. Um but the tragedy of James Herondale because he is and and he says it when he confronts uh, Grace, at the end of this book, like, you have robbed me of years of my life. I don't know who I am, what I like, how, who am I? You've robbed my entire personality. I, I don't, what is love? Like, what am I supposed to, 
to to do? Like, how am I ever supposed to forgive you and live with myself? And only because she got made, essentially, because yeah. she was going to keep with she the was going to keep doing this for for like an well an undeterminate amount of time because she tried right. to take the bracelet bracelet off before his wedding and Tatiana and like James it was another miscommunication trope, um, but. It, so the tragedy, especially in this book of James Herondale, is something that I, I just love because um, he actively is, like, fighting against it the whole time. So, like, yeah. knowing, knowing that their love is so strong that it breaks the bracelet and that they needed the bracelet in the first place. Yeah. Well, and the whole thing, the whole thing is... Is tragic because even when he's thinking about what was oh in this book where she's like you were sick I was she like whatever like the shadow hunters think about like chicken pox Cordelia already had it um so she could hang out with him and he's like I remember none of this and then he it was like killing him because he's like why is this familiar and then every time he would go to do something he would forget and he tells grace that too he goes i tried i tried whatever you did to me whenever i would go to do the thing i had i went ahead and did something else yeah yeah oh my god okay so that is my answer to your question i am a james harrodale girly just like i am a will harrodale girly like daddy and son it is i'm all for it (laughs) so i love but you know what and it's just like you know how sometimes it's like uh and we had this 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 um conversation for maybe it was throne of glass where we're like do you want to um be the other person like be the third or do you just want them for the yourselves because it's like i love cordelia and james for each other a thousand percent for myself i'm really feeling what i'm really feeling matthew i was like matthew and i would make a good pair well, and, and that's and that's the thing, and that's why also uh, Cordelia is not upset when Matthew picks her up to take her to the bachelor at party, which she thinks is like a sledding party. It's just it's so cute. It's so can cute. I can I I love the like the Mary Thieves group of it all because obviously we have the OGs. They're older, but they're like for the fun part of it, not like the ugh, just tell the adults so we can all work together part of it. They're still like, oh, yeah, they like the false pretenses that they give to like the OGs. Yes, we are doing very cordial, very, very righteous things. We are, we are gentlemen and ladies of the town and they're getting like rip roaring drunk. They're having so much fun. They're raging. I love all of that because they're both having their, you know, their own um, bachelor and bachelorette parties. But then they make a joke out of James's having a a reverse mermaid. I was like, (laughs) like, that was so fun. Clarabella, Clarabella. (laughs) That, okay. So that, that's just like a really good, okay. So what, so what happens? Like, uh, Matthew drops off, uh, Cordelia at the Hauruel for Lucy and, um, Anna, Anna. Anna's yeah. there. Anna, oh my gosh, Anna, oh, Anna, Anna Lightwood. Oh my goodness. Um, we see Kellington, and we kind of learn that Matthew and Kellington had an affair. Ma- Matthew only likes hopeless love. Um, Mal- Malcolm Fade is there. Hi, Malcolm. He's dancing, and then um, Hypatia is there, and she's the one who talks about Lilith, um, Samael. Owls, they're celebrating Lilith, and, and Happy she's like, "Yes, yeah, just decorations, ha 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 ha." <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, okay, okay, 
Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, and Hypatia essentially gives us the whole plot of the book right there, which I thought was very helpful of her. Thank you, Hypatia. I, right in, I, I was looking at my notes right on chapter one. I was like, this Lilith backstory is going to be very important. <laughs> yeah, and it absolutely was. And also Hypatia is like, hey, BT Dubs, did I give you my pixies? Did I give you my pixies? And uh, they don't lie about it either. They were like, you did? That was so kind of you. Yes. <laughs> She's like, oh my gosh. All right. These kids. These like, kids. You're lucky. <laughs> we like your family. <laughs> Uh, but here is also a, a plot. Here is Lilith herself disguised as the fairy girl with blue stones being like, are you the shadow hunter that, that danced here? I admire you. Is that Cortana? Well, you know, Waylon's alive. He's alive. I could take you. And I mean, obviously this episode is going to be full of spoilers, but to flashback even, to flash forward even from this part, um, with all, all the things that unwind with Lilith, I love Lucy to Cordelia to her core. She's like, it's not your fault. And Cordelia is like, obviously I'm like, no, it is. Like I made these choices and she, and Lucy's straight up like under false pretenses. We all were duped. We're all kind of fucked right now. And if we want to play like, ooh, who's the worst one? Like, if anything, we're all a match made in heaven because our granddad is a demon of hell. Exactly. The prince demon of hell, specifically. Exactly. And everybody and James and Cordelia each and Matthew each like harbor this guilt of all of this, like Matthew with his whole backstory, James with this whole like, it's kind of the shame about Belial and the shame like about the, his feelings for Cordelia and Grace too, because that ends up like playing a part of it. And Cordelia has this deep shame about not being able to hold Cortana after she realizes that she's a paladin and that that whole thing. Um, it's it's here where Lilith says, like, you don't have to marry a man that doesn't love you. BT dubs. Like, I, there's things you can do. It doesn't have to be this way. And just knowing that that is like the, the mother of demons, like saying that to you. And Cordelia is like, no, 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 no. No, and she and she doesn't hesitate. She's like, no, you don't make a deal with a fairy. Like, it, we're done. No. And she walks away. Just knowing that proves just there that Cordelia deserves Cortana. But, you know, she has to go through her own guilt over that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, just to wrap this section up, Anna and Lucy uh, discuss about married ladies have more freedom than single ladies. Which it was such an interesting thing. And I had never thought of it until it was put in this context. They're like, you're, you're married. You're, you're all, you know, you're boot up. It's fine. Yeah. You don't have to worry about who you're, who you're seen with, especially when you have like a group like the Merry Thieves. Like every, they're all just besties. They're all just friends. Like, and they're, they're James's best mates. Why wouldn't there be like ever, why wouldn't everything be so platonic? Yeah, and now Cordelia also can wear like boobs out, you Love know, it. fitted, Love it. fitted outfits. Like she can do the whole thing. She can choose her colors. Like she's on it. She's on it. And James is loving it too. He's like, I, he's like always just speechless when he sees her. And he's like, I see everybody looking at my girl right now too. He's loving it. It's there, there is just an appreciation for her. And you know, Cordelia is loving it too. Oh, she absolutely loves it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, next we have the reverse mermaid. It's just, a, it's just like, 
<laughs> of course. And Matthew was like, well, she, he said that she was backward and I thought she was just uneducated. I didn't want to be rude. Like, it's, <laughs> but you know, I think it would have been funnier. It would have also made sense if that wasn't the case. Like, like oh, I knew this was just so much better. This and, was better. You know, James is so real for being like, look, I didn't even want to go out. I just wanted to hang out with y'all. Cause the, the, like, and like, Matthew's selling tickets for, like, dates with Clarabella. He's like, oh, oh, okay, okay. He's like, yeah, he's making a profit. It reminds me of editor Sam's bachelor party. He's like, I don't want to do anything. I, I just want to drink in a cabin. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't want a whole thing. Um, and, and so Matthew, Matthew does see that. He's like, okay, we can go upstairs. Like, it's fine. Um, but it's upstairs where Matthew is like, James, you don't have to do this. And he gets a little, like, feisty with them about it. Like, he's very snarky. Obviously, he's been drinking and everybody, it's, it's the elephant in the room that nobody talks about, um, Matthew's drinking problems. And he, but he's so real for it because he's both like in love with Cordelia, but also looking out for James and looking out for her and looking out for himself. And there's just a lot of emotions all over the place. And he's trying to kind of, he's definitely like projecting, um, in these moments. Oh, he absolutely is. And this though is where, uh, you know, James falls kind of into Shadowland here, which is again the uh, big plot of the book. Um, and he, he's like looking around. He's in a different place. It's like not Belial's world. And James is like, well, what the fuck is going on? And here, but I, I am bringing this up because when James comes back, James is like, Matthew, you're looking at me like, uh, like you wish me gone. Like, did you wish me gone? And Matthew's like, mm, mm. I mean, no, Jamie. I would not, I would never do that. They, and again, like the, the kids, I say the kids, they're younger than, because they're younger. They'll, they do that with the enclave a lot too. They'll be like, what? I am so surprised. I am so shocked at these, at these cause of events. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh my goodness. Um, but it, it's, it's just, it's just kind of sad. Like again, like the tragedy of James, like I said earlier, there's also this tragedy of Matthew, like Matthew's, from this perspective, like we see with this outside perspective, Matthew is like drinking himself into a hole. Like yeah. he is, it is not good. And his shadow hunting does suffer at the end of this. He does like, he slips, he misses things. He's like, shaking because mm-hmm. he's like going through withdrawals. If he's not mainlining out, it's, it's really sad. It's really sad. And you know, it's, you, you have a glimpse of his possible future because we see how, Elias. um, Elias yeah, is when he comes like, back. And, and you know, Cordelia's, which is why I love at the end of this, she's like, I'll go exception. And he's like, damn it. What? Like, and you, it, it'll be interesting to see book three because obviously, uh, not everybody can just go cold turkey with, uh, with any type of substance dependency. So I'm curious to see how he's like, and also it's his own inner work that he is, is, is his own backstory. And I know we'll get to, um, because you can't just rely on somebody else to fix you too. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, what do we have? We have a 
a little mention as Lucy uh, like drops off Cordelia. She's dropping her off at home, and like Jesse appears, and they have a whole talk about like she's not ready to show him the beautiful Cordelia. Uh, there's just like this little mention of uh, of Anna and uh, with Lily, a vampire from Peking. It's like, oh, Lily, hi. I was like, it's our Lily. Hi, Lily. Great to see you. Um, but then we have, we have, uh, Grace's like backstory. This is 1893 to 1896. This is just like, Jesse is seven years older. They start training. Um, and then at 10, Jesse had his, has his, um, rune ceremony. The Silent Brothers put on voyance and then he, uh, dies essentially. Yep. And Tatiana is very, very strange. That's, that's essentially, we get Grace's backstory and like, little sections and it's always at the end of the chapters too yeah so it's like ah okay whatever uh cordelia on her wedding day i love it when her mother says to her cordelia do not forget your own heroism and cordelia is looking at her mom just like because you did just saying just saying just saying i love that for her i I love love that i love that and because you know it's already I, I mean, because at this point when it's also happening, Elias hasn't showed up yet. Right. We know that he and then he, of course, he makes he shows it about up, himself. Like, right like, after this. Yeah. yeah. He shows up after like she's she's done. She's mm-hmm. done. She's ready. And, yeah. And I mean, we get a glimpse of her her wedding dress because it is the cover of book two. Um but then her dad shows up and he's like, hey, y'all, I wouldn't miss your wedding. And everyone's like, you sure about that? Because you, you're about to. Yeah. And it's also like, so Elias, Elias is like, honey, I'm home essentially. And Cordelia is like, where the fuck have you been? And Elias is like, where the fuck have you been? And of course, like Sonar is like pregnant and she's just like, Elias, you know, ah, whatever. But I, I like Alistair being like, what the, what the fuck? Like, and, and Cordelia being like, you look old. Like your suit looks like shit. Where the fuck have you been i like and you know what you can see like as much as i am not um i'm i'm not apologizing for the way alistair has treated uh the mary thieves in school i think having this background i think cordelia has a new respect for her brother to be like and and she talks about it a lot in her inner thoughts of like he's been caring like i respect that he wanted to shield me from this, but I'm also so glad that I know the truth now because everything would have been clouded. And I, she, she kind of held things against her brother without knowing this truth. And now she's like, he did it all for me. It had nothing to do with her mother, had everything to do with like being a protective older brother to her. Yeah. And, and, and Elias just like stands there while, or no, Alistair just stands there while Elias like, gifts Cordelia this elaborate scabbard that he like went to get her in France. That's where he was this whole time, uh, getting her this scabbard from the Fae in France. And of course it's beautiful. And of course Cordelia is like torn because she's like, that's my dad. Like yeah. he he's like doing this and like this is great, but like I just don't trust this. And it's it's just so hard. Yeah, it's a very strained relationship for sure. And even when, you know, again, spoiler, he dies Alistair is even like, what does it say about me? He's like, I don't feel like, if anything, it's like a burden has lifted. And I totally get that. If like my biological father died, I'd be like, oh, good. Everybody's life is so much easier now. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, it's just it's just this like strange dynamic. And and on Cord, of course, of course, um, 
like this this addiction like people that suffer from this it they they don't like realize that they're yeah. making it like all about themselves like and i think that's the thing that's so interesting that you see it here is how relate how how people with substance abuse um addictions how it strains everybody else and you're seeing that impact on everybody else yeah, it's it, it's it's hard, especially when he makes a scene at the wedding later. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, James has the bracelet still on, and he's trying to remember to take it off. This is again. This is him actively fighting against the magic of the bracelet. Every time that he's aware of it, is him actively trying to fight it, um, because you're not supposed to know that it's there at all. It's yeah, because because he's like, I shouldn't have like the even though this is for grace, like out of respect for because it's all like this is their wedding day. This yeah. is their wedding day. He's like, the least I can do out of respect for Cordelia is I remove this. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the, that's like that's his like bare bare minimum for him. He's like, that's the least I can do. She, she's she saved me from persecution. I should at least respect her uh, any further because of because they're also both in this state of like, oh, my God, he'll never like me. And he's like, oh, my God, she'll never like me. They're both in this like, just talk, just talk, just talk, just please talk, please talk. Uh, we have Will, Will talking, Will talking, Will and Tessa come in. They talk about. Uh, you know, Cordelia's dad is here. It's going to be a thing. Just like, be prepared. It's going to be a thing. Will love him. He uh, um, gives some advice. He's like, always tell Cordelia everything. Secrets destroy. Secrets fester. Secrets destroy. Tell her everything. Thank you, Will and he, knows, he And he's not just saying this. He's he not knows. just saying this shit. He has lived this. Like, <sighs> boy's been through it. Boys with through it. He knows. He knows. Uh, in this chapter, we also get mentioned like the Pangborns are there from Cornwall. Uh, that will play in later Cornwall. You know, that's where Magnus and Gem are going to be. We have the introduction of Philomena D'Angelo, which is in the intro. Cassie Claire says, you know, thank you to Rick to letting me use uh, the noble name of D'Angelo. Of course, um, that's Rick Riordan. Love that. Love that. Uh, so this is Philomena. We have her introduction. Um, we have fucking grace grace (sighs) showing up coming up to james being like i need to talk to you okay so now knowing in retrospect that she is going to take the bracelet off of him makes this for me on a reread not frustrating because it's like it's like okay she was here to take it off of him so like her coming up to him and being like, i want to talk to you right now i want to take this off of you right now like it makes it less frustrating the first time through you're like what the shit, my girl. Yeah. yeah and and because it's not like, hey, let me take this off of you. She's like, I need to see you alone. Alone. Right and, now. Right. And everyone's and, and Matthew is like, no, you don't. It's his wedding day. Leave him alone. Like Matthew is like, he might be in love with Cordelia. And by might, I mean, he is. But he's also like, don't fuck with my friends. Like, I care about these people. Like, stop fucking shit up. And I forgot mm-hmm. until the end of this book. When she's telling when when James is like, have you pulled this shit on my friends, on my family? You know what? I don't know. And I was like, she did. She did. She fucking did it with 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 Matthew. And then she was like, no, but they would like even when I do like they don't remember. And he's like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to know. And I was like, that's why Matthew hasn't said anything Mm -hmm. because he He doesn't doesn't remember. I forgot that he doesn't remember. But he knows like something isn't. He's like, it's by her. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so, so yeah. So Grace says, like, come to the drawing room. She she wants to release the bracelet. Matthew says no. Matthew's drinking a lot here. Um, and uh, Grace goes to the drawing room. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um, Charles is also there. He's talking to Will and Tessa about Paris. That's its own thing, too. Oh, my goodness. Um, so Grace says in her own, like, inner dialogue when she's waiting for James in the drawing room um, that James's love feels like a chain around her, like, dragging her down. Of course, that's the titles of these books. Um, she sees Lucy. She's like, hey, Lucy, let's bring Malcolm into this. And she's like, word. Uh, and then Tatiana comes, possesses the maid, and Tatiana is like, yo, you know, what the what the fuck is going on here? I had to see this in person. Belial could have sent an Eidolon demon, but he sent me to possess this body instead. Of course, an Eidolon demon is used later. And uh, this is also where Kit comes into the drawing room. And Kit is like, yo, hi. Kit is so hi. innocent, too. He's just like, hey, what's up? And then even later, he's like, oh, you know, she there might be more to her. Like, she likes potions and stuff. And in my head, I'm just like, this is not, this is like, not like this is just so self-serving for her this has nothing to do with you like poor kid i like yeah. it too poor kid poor kid kid uh, 1.0 yeah, for real for real <laughs> uh just just uh did you cry when jem started playing violin at this wedding i did not cry i got really excited though i was like if this violin <laughs> you saw my note i was like if this violinist isn't jem and then it was jem and i was like wow i was really excited <laughs> It is very exciting. It's very sweet. The whole wedding is very sweet. The vows here, I'm just bringing this up, is um, there's a there's a note that says, jealousy as cruel as the grave. And there are like pans, I say pans as if this is like film. <laughs> and it, it it is in my head. It is in our heads. <laughs> but it says to, it says like Matthew looked very grim when it said like jealousy yeah. as cruel as the grave. Oh, Matthew, yeah. Matthew was very grim. Uh, and then, you know, there's this kiss. And I love the kiss because Cordelia is like, oh, my God, I can't force a kiss on James Herondale. And James is like, come here, baby. <laughs> like, James is all in. Yeah, my note says that he does not hesitate on this kiss. He's like, come here, Daisy. <laughs> Uh, then they have their their reception. Magnus is there. Um, Magnus, uh, he has to go to the spiral labyrinth with Jem. Uh, this is where Elias makes a scene. <sighs> Elias, but um, but I love what. Well, I hate this that Elias again makes this all about him. I should have been my my daughter's sujanes. Like, how dare they cut me out of the wedding? No one and Cordelia's like, no one knew you were coming. Oh my guy, like and honestly, isn't it like it doesn't have to be one person? Like it could also like I think we know about it even from the first book, um, of the last hours where they say it can also it's it's typically your pair of Yeah, like like come on, it wasn't ever gonna be you. Like, come on. Uh but then I love though the working together of uh James and Alistar Alistair to uh kind of corral Elias and like take care of that situation so yeah. Cordelia does not have to stress about it. Like they put everything aside to like deal with it. And I I do really love that. And I think they like it for each other too, because there is like a there is like a nod to like, hey, we gotta you know the eye the eye conversation that they have with each other to be like, let's let's handle this. Yeah, like oh my gosh, and then of course it's like James, take me home, take me home, James, take me home to the house I have no I know nothing about. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, like, I could never, I could never, I could never. Well, and that he decorated it too. But how much do you love where she's like, you know, if you just wanted to be next door to, next door to your best friend, yeah, you could have like, just, just said, said that. I was going to be fine anyway. But it had me thinking, and maybe I just don't remember, how is everybody making their money? Because this is like, you know, where we talk about with Mystic Falls, you have the found families, like, oh, you yeah, know, the yeah. OG fa- Like, where is everybody's money coming from? Because they talk about like, oh, I was going to get paid from from the Enclave and, and, you know, the Institute. And I'm like, but Okay, but how are those things making money? Is it like a church situation? Everybody has some sort of dues? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I do think it's like everyone has dues. And then back in the day, they mentioned this in this book too. Back in the day, you could have spoils. So like you, you could amass like a personal fortune that mm-hmm. way. And then like in the like ancient families, like the Herondales and the Blackthorn, you know, they have all of this like, Yeah. But you also do get paid. You yeah. you do get like a salary or, you know, you do get – and console, you know, and it's like console. That's why they say like Matthew's family has a lot. Well, one of the things that Cassie has at the end of this book, and we read it through the audio, is that at one point Elias is asking James Herondale for money and he asks so for 5,000 pounds. And she translates it to – and this, this again is from 2021. So let's like add, you know, inflation into 2023. Um, at that – in 2021, the inflation of 5,000 pounds was $600,000. Casually, no, six hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, sorry. So it's more than American dollars. Casually dropping that to James, like I need this, like now, please. You can do it. It's fine. No, you have it. You have it. Okay, sir. (laughs) Okay. He's like, but you have this house, and let's talk about this house. Let's talk about this four-story like townhouse, this row house. Oh my god, Uh, it's in Mayfair. James decorated it. It's it's. Persian paradise for Cordelia. Yeah, somebody was having an estate sale. The person who was having an estate sale had passed. And, you know, there was just like a lot of like original Persian paintings and drawings and just things that really resonated with uh, Cordelia from when she grew up and her family. And she was every and he even makes it a point. Oh, my gosh. Like I decorated this this entire house with Cordelia in mine. And she's like, man, Grace is going to enjoy this. I really fucking like this house. This sucks. Like, and I get this. Every time you hear her internal thoughts, I get that spiral. I think a lot of us have gone down that spiral too of like, this is great for now, but then you, then it's, it's hard to pull yourself out of it. Yeah. And especially too, when uh, James is like, well, this is obvious. This is why I haven't seen him for a few months. Like he's been pouring his entire self like into decorating this house. Like he has all of this, like, you, like you said, just this Persian art, this wallpaper, all of these jewel tones, like this chess set. Cause you mentioned chess this one time at this party when we were dancing and she's like, you were actually fucking listening. Like what? And it's like, mm, let's just wait, just wait. Just wait. And, and this is where, and they're, they're in the study. She's like looking at all of this. And she, this is where they're like, we have some marriage rules, right? We have marriage rules. Uh, you know, guests, if we're going to have guests, we have to get permission. Um, you know, well, and I think it's important because like as of right now, us as the reader, even though we know all the behind the scenes and all the feels of the characters, this is very much in the book, a marriage of convenience. That is oh. all that the characters know this to be. I mean, like, the veteran shadow hunters think of it like a marriage of true love and all of this, but 
the characters that are in the know. This is right now a marriage of convenience. Yeah, and and so they're they're like kind of putting these rules down. Like we have to attend like this many parties, and you have to absolutely dote on me, uh, you know. And and we're gonna play games, and we're gonna share things, and ask questions, and like get to know get to know each other a little. Which bit. I love. I feel like nobody plays games anymore, and I love that they're like they're doing things that also challenge each other. Um, with the questions, with playing chess, it's all about strategy. With the cards, she's like, I'm shit at cards. I don't even know if I want to play anymore, but chess is really fun. Like we, they're, or just reading, like having those conversations, um, are still so important, and you don't hear about people doing them a lot. And she's like, you know, uh, where, why do you hate Alistair? And she like learns why the Merry Thieves don't like Alistair. And she's like, oh my God. Uh, and the whole time she's kind of fretting like, okay, are we going to share a room or not? Like, are, like, what is our like marriage bed situation? And he takes and our her marriage runes because right. let's not forget, like there's two runes. You have the rune at the ceremony and then the rune over your heart, um, like the night of the wedding, um, when they just like consummate the marriage and they're like, we, we can't. We can't do that. I mean, or and then she was like, I don't know what your expectations are. She's like, do we? Don't we? I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, she's like, I don't know. But she's like, Lucy has to know. She writes about wind and thunder. <laughs> so she has to know more than me. <laughs> it's so cute. She's so cute. Um, Emma, you know, they're both like clueless. Yeah. So James takes her upstairs. They each have their own room and they share a bathroom, which is adorable. Um, and then, you know, he kind of like shows her and then he's like, okay, good night, peace. And then Cordelia's like, I got to get out of my dress. Oh my God. I got to get out of my dress. So, so she has James like unlace her out of the dress and like she's panicking, like, oh my God, he must be so uncomfortable. And we, through him are know that he is just losing his mind and he's like yeah he's like this i'm 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 he's like that's why she's like thanks and he's like okay good night okay good night she's like please leave please leave please go oh my god oh my god oh my god Um, and like he's mortified and like she's mortified but like for the right for the good like good reasons right but like it's all like a miscommunication trope oh my god it's so sweet it's adorable. Their married life, because the, the, they talk about like this two weeks of like married life, um, is just wonderful. And of course, Jess, this is where we get the necklace, which I know you love. I love the necklace. And I, I think also because we're getting into like the married rule parties, another rule that they had agreed upon with their marriage, which is so important to the story, is where she's like, look, I know you're in love with Grace. I just ask out of respect that you tell me when shit's going down. Like, I know you love her. I know you have this agreement with her. I just also don't want to hear it from everybody else. I want to know kind of like how to have like my, my <laughs> for lack of a better uh, analogy, ducks in a row. Um, and <laughs> no, I had to. Um, so she's like, just just don't blindside me. And he was like, I can't believe you think I would ever disrespect you. Like even like take the marriage out of it. You as a person, you as my friend, like I, I gave you a promise. Like I'm going to uphold my end of that. He doesn't like two to three times. He does not. Um, but I think that's also like an important thing to note that that was one of her rules. That was one of our, her stipulations that they're going to keep doing this and it does not happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh, it's really something. Um, I want to give you the world. 
I want it's like, her a necklace. And there's more to it. We still don't know because he was going to tell her something about when giving that necklace. And then they get interrupted as they always do. And then he's like, he brings it up at the end again. Like, oh, I'm going to tell her everything. I'm going to tell her about this necklace. And they get interrupted again. And I want to know what this necklace is because I love that. Like, because it was, again, it was just such a small attention to detail. And this is like one of the things that I love about also like being a person who's a gift giver. Um, he heard her say one time, and even with their discussions of traveling the world, and he's like, I want to give her the world. So he gave her the fucking world. I'm obsessed. <sighs> James. Oh, my God. James. Oh, my gosh. Um. So they go to this. So they, I mean, James and Cordelia, they go to this party. Lucy doesn't want to go. She goes to this party. She's she's not feeling <laughs> she, it. She's, yeah, she says she's like, I feel ill. And she, she just, she's like, I don't want to go. She's like, I don't want to go. Uh. So she doesn't go. But at this party, James and Cordelia dance. And this is where I'm just bringing this up because this is where Matthew drops the line like, well, I'm a murderer. I'm a murderer. And it's yeah. like, Matthew. And everybody just thinks that he's like, mm, okay, if you say so. Yeah. But it's, but he's confessing. He's, yeah. he's like, but like people are like, ha ha ha, Matthew. Ha ha ha. Um, but he's also like, um, like complimenting Cordelia, you know, all of this stuff. This is also the subplot. Charles, Will, and Tessa are going to Paris in the morning. Um, and also someone died on patrol, uh, that night. So that is kind of like party things. Also, James and Cordelia have a really wonderful dance that Grace walks in and like James kind of like loses the dance and Cordelia's like, fuck this. Let's leave. Mad Good for respect. her. Yeah, I love. Yeah, respect. absolutely. She's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not, we're not playing this shit. No, I, we're going home. I want to play chess. Yeah, fuck this. I don't, I don't want to do it. I want to do it. So, like, good for her. Honestly, yeah. honestly, she's like, we're not, we're not doing this. I'm not even going to like appease you with the idea that you can even, yeah, converse no. with her. Ugh, ugh, yeah terrible uh we have we have jesse's death through grace's eyes right we have our our locket situation we have um the anathia crystal that has annabelle blackthorn the whole fucking peace de resistance for the dark artifices holy shit holy shit it's right here. It's right here. This is why we read in the order that I had you read, Jess, because like Jesus, this is this is right here. This is how you, this is how you read it. Eventually, we'll put everything together. We'll put this it. Is how you read it. Yeah, because like, oh my gosh, how how could you? This is like her torture. This is all of it right here. That's because you would know this going into. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, what do we have? We have um, Tatiana. She Tatiana is like kind of poisoning Grace against the Shadow Hunters. Jesse is dead. Jesse eventually comes back as a ghost. And this is where Jesse and Grace kind of have this conversation of like, Tatiana hired a warlock to preserve Jesse. And Jesse's like, I don't love this. Like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this very much. I don't like this very much. Uh, I, I'm just going to briefly mention Ariadne and um, Anna in a closet. Good for them. It's not a great situation, but good for them. No, but I mean, Anna, and we've known this since book one, and again, based on the reading order that we read it in in the earlier books, that Ariadne broke Anna's heart. Like, to the point where it's like, you know, she's like, her her wall's up where she's like, fuck this, fuck love. She's like, sex is super fun. Um, But like, fuck everything else. Like, and her walls are very, very much up. And Ariadne's like, oh my gosh, um please forgive me. And she's like, are things still the same? Has anything changed? 
then we're no like this is who i am now and if you want to get mad at anybody get mad at yourself like yeah yeah but you know they do get a little hot and heavy in a closet good for them uh one of my favorite moments is this quiet moment right here where will goes after this wheel demon i love it so much it's my favorite thing tessa can i can i can i I just i just imagine he like steven he goes and you just imagine him just like running and leaping and like missing a couple stairs so he can just like go fight this demon and everyone's like is, is is he okay is your dad okay it's like they're old enemies they're old friends he likes to do this after parties like and, and, then, and then they're just like cha, 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 cha. it's so sweet it's just I one of my it. favorite things like the love the love you know because it's like i mean we've talked about this with other characters but will is such a perfect example of he didn't have his childhood he was carrying so much guilt and burden growing up that it was like now he gets to be his now he gets to have his childhood and he's just a thrill with it all it's amazing it's it's just so good it's so good um not great is Jesse reading his own fan fiction? Stop. <laughs> she was like, I was going to select the parts because fair. Okay. Fair. Like, here you are. Mortifying. Like, mortifying. He, he's like, obviously, he's taking it a whole different. You're making fun of me. You're making fun. You're mocking me. And she's like, mortified. He's, she, that's not where her mind is. She's like, and not, she never admitted it still. She never says at the end, no, it's it's because I wish that were real. I wish that were us. <laughs> yeah, like, mm, oh, it, it, it so you're just cringing. Like, you're embarrassed for Lucy so hard right there. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to go unless you command me. Are you going to command me? No. OK, then I'm going to go because he's so mad because Lucy's like, I love you. And he's like, no, no, no stop you just you feel bad like if i hadn't like if i didn't have this like tragic thing i would just be this boy that you didn't care about who died who's weak like you like just like you said he takes it to this whole other place and lucy's like i'm just embarrassed like <laughs> stop yelling at me I'm and embarrassed. she tries to make excuses she's like this isn't about us like that you know that lucy i'm not lucinda <laughs> yeah i'm not lucy Lucinda, like Lucinda's smart and strong and powerful, and I'm just me. Like that's not like you have like the evil Prince James. Like James isn't evil, and he's not a prince. Like obviously, these aren't real. <laughs> it's so, it's just so funny, and you I know just, what uh, Lucy is. You know what? She'd be a great author in 2023 because she her the, those original character names. Let me yeah, tell you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> She's so oh, she's so funny. She's so funny. Uh, what do we have? We have James getting headaches. That's him fighting the bracelet. And you know, every time he gets a headache, he's trying like, trying to get it off. He's you know da da da. Uh, he's sending messages to James, or no, James is sending messages to Jem and Magnus about the spiral labyrinth, um, about falling into shadow. He also tells Cordelia about going into shadow, like you know. And but then it's like. They're, they're talking and they're like, hey, hey, hey. But then it's like, boom, boom, boom. Basil Poutsby is dead. We have to go to the Devil Tavern and we all need to talk about my dream. And I, I just, that's just so cute. Like, it, I, I love it. I love it. Um, especially because right here, uh, where James is telling them about the dream in the Devil Tavern, Christopher is like, yo, let's tell somebody. Let's tell 
someone about this. Someone else. Christopher is the most sensible of everybody. It's so funny. Everyone's like, no, that's not. He's like, but why, though? (laughs) Why, though? (laughs) Like, this doesn't impact their, like, secrets at all right now. Yeah, no, not at all. It's just like, mm, mm, okay, okay. Uh, we also have Charlotte confronting Matthew about his drinking. Like, oh my God. I feel so bad. And of course, James had to like witness all of that too. It's just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he, he's hearing part of it and he's just like, I'm just going to let them know, let my presence be known. But like, they're also, they're, they're, they're family for all, for, for what we know them as, so they're not going to shield this conversation either. Yeah, and it's just, it's so awkward. And of course, like, the keep end... going. It's like, keep going, James. Like, we're, we're going to keep fighting, like, whether you're here or not. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. And of course, the end of this conversation is um, Matthew moving out and getting yeah. his own place and not telling James for a while. Um, but it is from, like, James overhearing this conversation that he goes downstairs and uh fires the gun the gun works for james and it doesn't work for anybody else and that is i like it it becomes james is like james really likes that gun and it does save the day a few times a few times it wasn't and intentionally so it wasn't like a oops yeah like he he he's on it he feels like it's an extension of his arm i love it i love it um this family dinner (sighs) oh Oh my goodness. James's impeccable manners. I, I don't know. I would be dying. I would be right. Dying. You know what? Let's talk about, let's talk about this because our Twilight episode, this, so this episode is coming out in December. Our Twilight episode was in October. We have, we have Mr. Edward Cullen who had his dinner 1918. That's when the boy grew up. He was 17 in 1918, whatever it was. So then he has Bella come home, introduces him to the family, and he's like, she ate. She's good. And Laura and I, if you've heard that episode, we have lots of issues with that. Like, you let her do what she needs to do. And as you're reading this, I was like, yes. Like when he's talking about chess and the history of chess and how it's, how it was invented in the creators and like, just like his, like Persian history. He's heard all of this. He's had late night conversations with Cordelia, but what does he do? He engages and entices her dad. He is the best father-in-law. He's learned Persian fluently as a surprise to Cordelia. Like this, he, I, her mouth must be open the entire time. Like, sir, you are so getting laid in my head when you yeah, get it's home. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. And then he's like, uh, you know, I, I used to be a war hero. Have you heard my war stories? And, and James is like, I have only heard them through outside sources, but I would love to hear them directly from, from you know, the, the man sword. himself. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, whew, whew. And Alistair is looking at this too, like, okay, okay, like he, he gets it. And this is also too, James is like, we are partners here. Like, why would, why would I be anything less than this? I am here for you. I am here to make it easy for you. So like, I see this and I am going to take this burden off of you. And yeah, I can sit here for a couple hours and, and, and use my manners. It's not a big deal, Daisy. Like, he's so good. Look, I just want to say 
triangle is the strongest shape. Why does this girl have to choose? For real, for real, for real. Like, it's I just, just like, love James so much, and I also love Matthew. I don't want to choose. Oh my god! Um, but and like later, James is like, you know, why don't you read me a little bit from uh, the beautiful Cordelia? Like, you know, I want, uh, I want to know you. I want to know like what other people like think. I want to hear this, and she does, and she reads to him a little bit from the beautiful Cordelia, and and she says like the the energy in the room became like different and like charged, and and you can tell like, but then he has a, a blinding headache, and you're just like, oh my. <sighs> God, uh, saying, read to me. I want to know what makes you happy, makes you laugh. I want to know more about you, Daisy. I uh, mean, everything about this dinner, about this night is so special. And then, like, he even, like, also thinks about Matthew because he's seeing so many similarities in Cordelia's dad, like, the signs that he sees in Matthew. And he's like, I, this isn't the future that I want for my best friend. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, it's just it's just so good. Uh, in between, kind of this, we have Lucy leaving Anna's, and Jesse appears, and he admits like he kind of he loves her too. And this is where we have dance with me, Jesse Blackthorn. I command it. <sighs> this is Casper. This is I can keep you for if I could keep. Can I keep yeah. you forever? That's what this is. Um, and you can see it too, like in the, oh my gosh, it's, it's just, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, we have a little bit, the killer, you know, strikes again, but the victim kind of escapes. We have, we have that whole thing. Um, this is where we have James having, uh, nightmares. And this is James is having nightmares. This is where we get the window being open and like all, all of these things. And this is where Cordelia wakes up James, who's thrashing. And this is a very Farah kind of Reese moment, but it's also like, Ooh. And and James is like, hey, real fast. He yeah. goes, he goes from being like, oh my God, I'm so scared to like, hey, wife, real fast. Yeah, because and then she's like, oh, like she because obviously she didn't have time to think. He's like, there is a thin piece of fabric holding the, holding everything together right now. Yeah, it's like, woo, woo. And they're and they're getting they're getting a little, you know, hands are going. And Cordelia's like. I'm just going to ride this one out and see how good this goes. Her. Yeah. Good for her. Every yeah. time something happened, I was like, good for her. Yeah. James, go. you're pissing me off. You're giving me whiplash, but good for you, Cordelia. Do it. it. Do what you need to do. But then, of course, they are interrupted as they always are by Thomas. <sighs> Thomas Fucking interrupts. Thomas. And, uh, we learn that Philomena has been stabbed to death. You know, that, that's not great. Um, in between kind of this, um, uh, Lucy. Lucy gets approached by a ghost who is like, hello, command me to forget. I've been hearing, I've been hearing on word on the street is that you can command other ghosts to forget about their life. Can you do that for me? And Lucy is even saying she's like, yes, but no, because then you're going to go crazy because you're going to wind up, you're going to be wondering why. Like there's something missing, you and you're gonna actively know that there's something missing and that you're forgetting something, and then that would be its own hellscape. Yeah, but she's like, I don't care, do it. And Lucy's like, Ah, and, and this is where uh, Jesse's like, Get get the fuck out of here, like GTFO, like leave, leave her away alone, leave her alone. Which is scary. It, it's very scary because then, um, they say that it is through this girl that they are able to figure out that Philomena's ghost is whoo 
in the factory. Yeah, that's and it's it's all those little connections. And then but Lucy also hasn't shared with everybody. You know, they know that she sees ghosts because that is like a Herondale trait. But to the extent of her relationship with ghosts, I mean, people still don't even know that that's how she saved Cordelia in book one was because the ghosts came to her command unintentionally. She didn't ask them. She was just like, oh, my God, somebody saved my best friend. And they just kind of came to the rescue. Um, is this the part? D- does does Jessamine know yet? No. OK, this isn't the part. That's later. Um it's just so interesting because it's like, but why are you hiding? Like, that's what I don't understand. Why is Lucy hiding it right now? Is it because it's her own secret because of her relationship with Jesse? Yeah. Yeah. It's her own, it's her own thing. It's her own, it's her own thing. It's her own thing. And so we use Philomena to get to, or yeah, to talk to Philomena's ghost. Here we are. We, we, we get that. We get it. We get some information, but we also get a demon attack. We get a demon attack. And then we have, uh, we also have like, you could have saved me. Yeah. And that, of course, sits on Cordelia because Philomena is Italian. So she's speaking in her she's speaking in her native tongue and Cordelia knows Italian. Um, of course, she does. Is, of course, she does. Um, I feel like a lot of them know at least two languages. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, because hers would be like Italian, Persian and English. And then I feel like Will knows French and English. And Welsh. And Welsh. Oh, Welsh. Um, sorry, distracted. Um, but this is also, yeah, like you were saying, she's hearing that she could have saved her. And now Cordelia carries on this guilt. If she was there, if she knew, if she had Cortana, if Cortana didn't, if Cortana didn't burn her, because that's its own thing happening too. And she's like, what, what's going on with my relationship with Cortana? Am I no longer worthy? Yeah. Yeah. And this is also, um, where this is the pain right here it drops uh she drops cortana here and this is where james saves the day by shooting the demon and saving cordelia and this is where cordelia is like holy shit something's really wrong like i would have died if james had not stepped in and and defended me like oh my gosh and of course this is where cordelia goes on her journey uh with waylon the smith a little bit later on um and Anna, did you, Anna use it? Anna with the necklace using the whip. I was like, oh my goodness, Anna, Anna, Isabel, Anna. Oh my God. Lightwood, Lightwood, it's strong with the Lightwoods. It's strong with the Lightwoods. Ah, uh, Grace, 1897. This is where Tatiana brings Grace to Brooklyn Forest and she gives her, gets her the gift of power over men. Which, like, in theory, great power. Yes, yeah. please. But yeah. not like this. I, I just have such a problem. Every time, like, I'm smiling, we're chatting in this episode. And then the second you say grace, I'm like, I yeah. get so nasty. I get a nasty face. Yeah. Well, and she gets to, uh, power over men, over their desires, over their thoughts, over their actions, over their feelings, over everything. And she and then Tatiana takes grace to france to just practice and just run through men well which is so funny because she's like (laughs) what does she say the older guys it was so easy she's like everybody wanted like and keep in mind she's a kid when this is happening she's like everybody wants to buy me a pony buy me new dresses this is great for my mom and i um and now my mom's getting mad at me because she's like you have to practice on like the boys your age and she's like this is fucking boring (laughs) yeah they can't do anything they don't have any money it's all like Yeah, yeah Like, uh, I hate this. Like, yeah, she's real for that. She's really real for that. You know, like, 
It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's just it's so fun. It's so funny. Oh, this okay. is also the chapter because again, I would like I bookmark some things in the audiobook where I found it interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm flashing back a little bit when they are at, maybe they're back at Hell Ruel and it's Lucy and um, Grace and Malcolm is telling him telling Lucy specifically because they're going to Malcolm about like, hey, do you know what's up with necromancy? And he's like, look, I'll tell you what I know, but tell me the shit that you know about Annabelle. Like, where is she? What is she doing? And and Grace is very much like, look, my mom's up with the Iron Sisters. I do have a connection. I'll be able to find out. And then he pulls Lucy aside and he's like, don't trust her. Don't, don't, Mm don't, don't, whatever. Like, something's really weird which i think is so ironic because i'm like you sir you are saying not to trust her but i guess at this point we really don't know anything about like where his what he's going to do we just know that he has a deep love for annabelle blackthorne right right and he's also like grace you can't your power doesn't work on me cut it out stop it like it's gross. Stop it. And she's yeah, like, and, whoa. and Lucy doesn't know about the power at this point. She's like, what yeah. power? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like, whoa. Um, but here, where are we? We here, we here have uh, Cortana. Oh. Cortana is feeling wrong to Cordelia. The Mary Thieves are all downstairs. This is where Matthew confesses that he has his own house. And it's a really, he, and he's like very weird about it. He's yeah. like, He's very secretive. He's like, I just didn't think anybody would want to know. It's like my own thing. Like, I've been thinking, but he tries to be dismissive about it. Like, look, I've been yeah. thinking about it for a while. I just like finally, you I know, I just finally did it. You know, it's like this whole thing. Like, and James is like kind of hurt by this. He's like, can you take me to see it? Which I get. Like, I would be hurt too. Like, you're supposed to be, especially with like the whole theme of everybody saying like, oh my God, we're parabatai. Oh my God, you share parabatai. Like with the everything. Everybody's parabatai is not sharing shit right now. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, but here we are up to the scene where, uh, James and Cordelia are talking about their memories. And this is where Cordelia's like, don't you remember when I was talking or I nursed you through the fever? I read you the story of Layla. And James is like, no. Um, but this is when Elias comes and asks for the fucking money. Mm. Mm. Elias. Middle of the night because him and Cordy were doing like their, like, their nightly night, like, their nightly routine of like playing games or something. Yeah. And he's like, you know, can we talk man to man? And Cordelia's like, oh, okay. Yeah, you can. It's fine. He's like, you know, you, you have this new flat. Like, you know, it's, it's fine. Like, don't you understand? Like, I thought that I was going to like be so much better in life. And like, I have to pay for Sirenworth. That's a lie. We know that's a lie later on. He's like, I'm in debt. I can't get promoted. I need like 5,000 pounds. Like you can, you have that. Bold, sir. Bold of you to think that you have all like, again, I'm, I'm acknowledging that his alcohol dependency is an addiction. That's not what it is. But sir, bold of you to think that you were still going to get promoted based on all of your actions. Yeah, for real. And then, of course, when James is just like, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Good good for him. Yeah. Elias is like, you know what? People hate you. People hate you and they hate your little sister, Lucy. Like, you know what? They're going to believe me if I start talking shit. Like, I know. But you know what? Like, at the same time, James is like, tell me something I don't fucking know. I've known this my entire life. 
Yeah, like whatever. And then, uh, and then he, he stumbles past James. He stumbles past Cordelia and he's like, your husband is selfish. And Cordelia is like, what the shit? What is happening? Yeah. Like what, like what is going on? And of course, James is just like, it's, it's okay. Like it's fine. Like everything is fine, but that's it. That's the last time that Cordelia sees her father. And like that becomes like kind of a stickler argument for Cordelia and James until Alistair sets her straight, which I do very much appreciate later on. And even, even in her internal thoughts, she does acknowledge, she goes, I know what I'm saying is wrong. I like, as I'm saying them, I know I shouldn't be saying them, but he is the person closest to me right now. And this is who I'm going to be lashing out to. I know my dad is a liar about many things. And then again, like you said, she has a deeper conversation with Alistair. Um, but in that moment, it's like, oh, you're in the room with me. You're going to get all of this right now. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, let's see. What do we have? Have oh, we have a little scene of Ariadne and Anna in the whispering room. Girls, get it? Mm. I love it. Uh, they see Grace storming out of the uh, Howruel. This is the Malcolm Fade. Don't trust anybody. My mom can hook you up with the information situation. Uh, we have James dreaming of the killer. James dreaming of the killer killing Elias. That sucks. That sucks. The timing is always wild, too, because the second he wakes up from these, I like, what did I text you? I said, this is very Harry Potter Voldemort. Like, he's mm-hmm. in that POV, um, which makes sense because in, we know it's Belial and Belial. And we know that, obviously, because of that's james's god or grandfather there's going to be that connection but the second he gets that vision he wakes up and the door always like there's a doorbell i guess it's like the 18 1900s so there's no doorbell but he's always getting the knock on the door like the second he doesn't even have a chance to be like here's what i thought because again everybody shows up and they're like wait did you know about this and they and he was like i didn't even get a chance to let y'all know because you were knocking at the door Yep. And, and here it's Sonar. Sonar appears, uh, Cordelia, Cordelia, he is dead. Like, you know, your father, he is dead. This is Alistair James, Cordelia, and Sonar identify his body in the silent should, uh, in silent city. Um, brother, brother Enoch, um, shows the body. He's been stabbed. Uh, this is where Elias, this is where it's like, Elias is missing a rune. Hello. He's missing a rune. Let's, let's all pay attention here. Good for Cordelia, because of course she's the one who points that out. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Um, they tell Lucy all about it, and James tells Cordelia why Elias was there, and they have a spat in the middle of the silent city. Uh, th- this is very real to me. This, like, because... Because when I read this, I was just like, why are they doing this right here? But of course they're doing this right here. This is like, this is grief. This is raw. This is like, yeah. this, she just, she needs to know and he's telling her and it's weird and uncomfortable. And like, this is, this is grief. No, I think, and it's, and it's, it, like you said, it's real. There's nothing yeah. to add to it. Yeah. And of course, like this whole time though, James is afraid he's the killer. So he's also like, like thinking that this, this like whole, this whole time. He hasn't let anybody in on that part of it yet thinking like i am i is it me am i the problem and spoiler he's not he's not uh (laughs) 
Grace gets a hold of Tatiana. And Tati- Grace, every time you say her name, it's like I'd rather ah, – I hate the name now. <laughs> Grace gets a hold of Tatiana, and Tatiana's like, she's dead. Annabelle is dead. She's been dead for over a century. You've got that crystal. Like, what? <laughs> if, yeah, if you think I'm making it up. You know what to do. Yeah, like, what? Like, come on. What's going on? Um, And then Grace is, like, on her way to go see James or whatever. Meanwhile, James is tying himself down. He's taking no chances. (sighs) The stress I had when he's tying himself out down. And then you have Cordy with her family. And then you have Effie like, I'm going to take the night off. I don't need to know what y'all you are into. You keep tying yourself off. Uh, I'm out for the night. And I was like, Grace is on her way. Grace is going to fucking show up and he's tied to the bed. And this is going to be just what I've, I've read too many <laughs> romance novels to know. I was like, this is going to happen. And then it's a whole setup. This is going to be like a paparazzi setup in the 1900s. <laughs> Stressed, let me tell you. Very stressful, very stressful. Cordelia, yes, with her family, begs Alistair to take Cortana. She does not feel worthy. Uh, We have a little intersection, uh, 1899, Grace, uh, you know, Tatiana asked James to cut the briars. You are going to make him love you. Yes, you are. Um, But her power doesn't work on James. It's still so fucking wild to me that Tatiana is so against Shadowhunters and the Herondales when... She's literally a Blackthorn, and her dad is the one who fucked them up. But she's having, like, I guess, I guess talking it out. It's like, she has, like, oh, but that's my dad. My dad can't do any wrong, which is the opposite of Cordelia being like, no, my dad fucked shit up. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, God. Uh, then what do we have? We have Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> just tell me, what does Matthew do here? Matthew waits for everybody to go to bed at Cordelia's family's house and are really like where they are in the silent city, but also her house ish. And he shows up to be like, Hey, I think you need a friend. I'll be that friend. (laughs) And instead of being like, I'll be that friend. What does he confess? He confesses like, cause she asks, she's like, you, you know, you're saying all these words to me. What is like laying so heavy on you and he's like oh you see that do you and she's like everybody can see it like what are you hiding what is it that you can't share like maybe tell me that that'll make me feel better you know like this is a shitty time right now like let's have a shitty time together and he confesses that um of basically everything that her brother put him through and his and you know put him as in Matthew and his brother through um, in school and why he doesn't like Alistair. And then he was like, the rumors were flying and the whole backstory of what happened in the shadow market of wanting to um, have a truth serum essentially to give to his mom, but it wound up being poison, which uh, caused his, uh, his mom to miscarry his sister. And Matthew's been living with that guilt. No one knows except for Jem and Jem told Matthew to confess and of course Matthew didn't so getting this off of his chest is is huge and Cordelia's like all right bet let's go see Waylon the Smith yeah also on top of that he also confesses that he knows that she's in love with James and I really thought that was going to be the moment he was like how did you know when she's like how do you how do you know like I thought only I knew and I haven't even told like Lucy and I really thought that was going to be like because he looks at you the same way that I look at you ah ah but it was too soon. But like in hindsight, it's I was like, too it's, too yeah, it's, it's too soon. It's too soon. It's too soon. It had I, to happen the way it did. 
Instead, they go motoring, which I just love. I just yeah, love he's their the only whole, one. Like, yeah, so, so keep in mind, we're, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s. There are no, everything is, has my carriage. Here's my horse and buggy. But Matthew is like, guess what I have? I have a motorized vehicle. So he's also like, let's take the car, not the horse and buggy. It's, it's so, it's so good. So they go on a little adventure to go see Waylon the Smith and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. But, uh, James, meanwhile, uh, wakes up, cuts himself free and hello, Grace is there. Uh, uh Grace is there later, you know, like later. He, she doesn't just like walk in. Um, uh, but Grace is there. Grace, uh, talks to James at his house and she's like, I just can't talk to anybody. I just kiss me, James. Kiss me. Kiss me. And this is where <sighs> after this, Grace is like, all right. I don't know who you were kissing. That wasn't me. And James is like, what? Yeah, I don't the, know. Like, like, he doesn't know that there was a change, but he, but we know, we as the reader know, he's starting to like be more aware. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, mm. so that, that whole, that whole subplot is subplotting really good. Really good. Uh, with the motoring, it's just like little stops, little hotels, little breakfasts, little lunches and little, and, and the flirting. flirting. Like Cordelia is acknowledging that he is a flirt and then quote, um, he's, and then he acknowledges that he's like, I'm an incredible flirt. What are you talking? Like, not only am I good, I'm great. And she's like, who did you learn from? And then they like both acknowledge it's like Anna. <laughs> and he goes, and Oscar Wilde. And which is like, I love the little nod to Oscar Wilde. If you like do your queer history with him too. Um, but I love that acknowledgement there too. It is, it is so good. And it's, it's very, ugh, I, I love it. I love it so much. They do eventually find, I say, Waylon the Smith in quotes. Uh, it's, I mean, spoiler for everything. It's Lilith. It's Lilith. And it is through this like wild manipulation that Cordelia swears loyalty to Lilith. Um, you know, be my palatine, swear loyalty. Every time you lift your braid, your blade, you'll lift it in my name. Um, that's some wild shit. And I feel bad for Cordelia about this. So can you, cause you can't un, paladinize yourself right right <laughs> yeah right like how because when you read this were you shocked that when you read this the first time were you shocked to find out that it wasn't Waylon? yeah i was yeah. i was like because you know cordelia they say and cordelia later is just like the arrogance like why did i think that that he would ever choose me the reader is like because you're wonderful cordelia yeah. like of course of so so of it course made, like it- made absolute sense you're like yeah of course Waylon would choose you but the the whole like it's been Lilith this whole time as the pixie at Hellruel as Waylon like she's been later she's Magnus duping everybody like she has and and even when she's like okay I feel even after this visit with quote-unquote like Waylon like she's like I feel I feel at one with my sword again like we're we're right where we're supposed to be I thought something was off I think I just needed like a, a hard reset we're back at it like we're good um and then, of course, when everything's being, you know, found out at the end of the book, they're like, of course, she had to manipulate the situation. She had to make you think that you were worthy and you felt different. She she screwed us all over. I didn't know that she was Lilith. I think I texted you saying this paladin situation is going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, you see you were on, you were on it the whole time. You were on it. You were so good this whole time. This is where at the Hell Ruel, Grace spills to Malcolm with no tact at all. Lucy is like, oh my God. God. 
that Annabelle is is dead and just sets events in motion that can never be undone. She doesn't even know. She doesn't even know. We know. And, like, you can't, like, okay, for, for Grace apologists out there, I guess I'll say... <laughs> I understand because Lucy says this too. Like, look, I get you grew up with nobody. You've, you have no social decorum whatsoever, but time and place, dude. Time and place. Whoa. And because also Malcolm, like, you know, kind of loses it, which is like totally fair because like this is his whole fucking thing. And that's what he has been like. His whole world has been centered around this. Even if it was like, look, even if she doesn't want to talk to me, I just want to know that she is alive and well and healthy. Like, I get it. Um, that's the love of my life. Um, that's kind of what he's been hold, clutch, not even holding, clutching onto all this time. Yeah. And, and so, like, that's done. That sets up the dark artifices. Uh, so while they, like, leave his office, while he kind of, like, loses it, they run into Anna and Ariadne, who are like, hey, like, let's let's work together on this a little bit. Uh, why don't we set up a meeting with Hypatia? <laughs> like, let's, it's let's... so everything about this is so odd. I like, and even Lucy, she's like, you know what, maybe maybe I'll talk to him. I, I wasn't the messenger i can yeah i can do something maybe i can get something out of this or like and even her telling telling grace she's like you're an idiot like he already hates the blackthorns you just made him hate him more like how why would he help you you are a blackthorn who wants to necromancy your brother who is also a black why is why how has this added to the situation at all yeah, you're just like, mm. uh, how does this add it to the situation at all? Cordelia, I kissed Grace. <sighs> I mean, he's he doesn't lie. He doesn't lie. But she did come over without him know without her knowing. Granted, it was like she didn't he didn't it wasn't like an invited house call. And he tries to say he's like, look, she came over on her own accord. And I like when Matthew finds this out and he's like, fuck you, like you're a piece of shit. You're my best friend, but you're being a piece of shit right now. And he's like, but I told her, like, Cordelia knows. And he know now, now he's like, oh, great. The girl that I love confessed to me that she loves you. And I know, like, he's just like, he's going to explode. He's going to pop off. Well, yeah, because then Cordelia's like, oh, you kiss Grace, then kiss me. Good for, again, good for her. Good for, like, and you know, James had whiplash because he's like, wait, what? that that's my punishment he's like <laughs> why best punishment ever ever he's really and the passion is there they keep saying there's passion like they they're very and passionate he's tied people. up that's raw ah, yeah he's like oh remember like we have to tie me up or whatever and he's like well well i'm tied up here and he's like uh i can't move so you're gonna have to like do a little shimmy shimmy on me yeah here. Yeah, because like, uh, because he's, you know, I'm not the killer. They're like, tie yourself up. We'll watch you. It's like this whole thing, you know? Uh, so Cordelia's like watching him all night. Meanwhile, uh, while he is tied up, uh, Lillian Highsmith is arrested. So that proves that James is not the killer. Woo! We can all, uh, you know, breathe easy. However, Thomas is arrested and Thomas is blamed for being the killer. Of course, we know that's not true because Lillian, you know, he came upon her. It's this whole thing, uh, with, uh, this subplot later with Alistair. Um, but, but we have brother Enoch showing up at, at, at Cordelia's house being like, yo, Thomas has been arrested. BT dubs. Uh, Cordelia, you were right. 
Philomena's rune was missing as well. We have a rune thief. Do we? Okay, so we have two very popular silent. And this is just like a question for me. We have two very popular silent brothers. Obviously, Brother Zachariah and Brother Enoch. Do you think that we get Brother Enoch so much because it's a familiar person without like gem again? Uh, yeah, probably. So we have like we have like a touch a can't touchstone. Always, yeah, like, we can't, can't always, always be gem. have gem. <laughs> yeah. So we have Brother Enoch, and like I like Brother Enoch. Brother he's, Enoch's cool. He's like he's indifferent. Cool. Yeah, he's yeah, like whatever. He's, he's he's there. We love him. We love him. And, and so he 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 tells us all of this stuff. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile. Thomas uh, is uh, stuck in the Institute, right? There's like a mob at the Institute. Who have you arrested? Whatever. And this is where Alistair comes in and he's like, yo, I was following Thomas for like reasons. Totally legit reasons. And, um, (laughs) you know, he didn't do it. I didn't do it. Nobody did it. Like, let's get the mortal sword. Let's prove all of this shit and move on. So which, we have to wait like, a couple. Yeah, which yeah. like I I love that it's like, look, if you don't want to believe us, give us Let's the mortal sword. We'll we'll yeah. prove it right now. And I love that even James at this point is like, y'all, we have a lot of secrets right now. We sure we want the mortal sword. And you know, or at least Tom that's what Thomas is saying. And James is like, look, that we can take care of. We'll we'll address that when it happens. Right now, it's about proving your innocence. And you know, it's just another thing that you love this group of friends so much because it's like, look, bigger bigger things at play. Your life, your life. Um, we'll we'll figure it out as we go. And right now, it's going to take a couple days because their mortal sword is currently in Paris with. Will and Tessa, who are like cleaning up Matthew's brother, um, Charles, Charles, like shit that he had to handle. Well, he fucked up um, and they're trying to rectify that. Yeah. Yeah. So and here's the thing. It's not like Harry Potter where they have the Veritaserum and they just like never use it. <laughs> and, the, you know, Harry, did There's you put only, your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> I didn't realize there was only one mortal sword till... Like, I know there was a, like, I thought it was, there was a mortal sword, not the mortal sword. Yeah. And that's why in the mortal instruments, it's such a big fucking deal. Right. Because they can't make more shadow hunters because they don't. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So they're going to use the mortal sword in the morning. All awesome. Everybody else goes to the shadow market to look for Adamus and to like try to make these connections. This is where Matthew and James have the like, let someone love her connection, you know, confrontation. And it's also the part where he sees, like, he'll see, um, he, as in James, sees Matthew and Cordelia being, like, talking or, like, ha- not handsy, but, like, she's always checking in with him, like, are you okay? Do you- are you okay to be here? Because now she knows all the backstory with, like, why he doesn't like the shadow market, but he, like, puts on, like, this face for it. And James is like, I don't know what's going on with my best friend and my wife. But I didn't know that they were friendly like that. Yeah, for and real. He's like, and he's also recognizing his own jealousy all of a sudden. Yeah, and it's very. It's we're all becoming very self aware. It's it's really <laughs> it's really good. Uh, this so is, good. Uh, Malcolm and Lucy make a deal to like take Jesse's body and like they're going to talk to Annabelle. We're going to like you know we're all gonna we're all gonna do this. We're all gonna work together. Like Lucy's go- Lucy can talk to Annabelle's ghost. Like come on, Malcolm, let's make a deal. Lucy, okay. Okay, Lucy. That's a little bold. That's fine. Um, do you like, do you like this little hint of the Red Scrolls of Magic? 
Yes. They didn't even say much. They just talked about the Red Scrolls. And I was like, book. You're like, I know this. I know. I know of this. <laughs> yeah, I, I know of this. Uh, and then we have Magnus. Ma- Magnus. Magnus. Uh, Magnus at Hypatia Vex's little like tent. And this is where Magnus, like they show him the steely. And he's like, oh, this is demonic script. Like, you know, you, you saw Edom. You can spy on Belial. You should spy back. You should be, you should, let's, let's go do that. I'll meet you. I'll meet you later. Let's go, let's go do that. Let's go do that. Uh, okay. Uh, meanwhile, Alistair and Thomas are having their little confession, right? Um, are you like me? I love them. I like, I I don't, I don't know. Okay. Maybe love is a strong word. I'm appreciating watching their relationship grow right now. Yeah, it it is. It is lovely. It is lovely. Uh, Lucy and Cordelia's carriage is attacked by the scamp demons. And this is that they were sent by Lilith to show Cordelia her power. And this is also where they're like, Paladin, we didn't know. Forgive us. Yeah, like our bad. Y'all keep. Our bad. Yeah, our bad. This was, whoops, like, don't tell, don't tell the big guy. Yeah, it's like, woo. Uh, and then uh, Cordelia goes home. James is there. She tells him about Waylon the Smith and being a paladin. This is where Magnus shows up. And then it's 1899 to 1900. Uh, this is where uh, Tatiana is slapping Grace. And this is where she's like, you know, uh, J- the bracelet doesn't work. James is in love with Cordelia. Uh, you know, nothing works. You know, give him the bracelet. It's if he puts it on willingly, it's like super powerful and it will like take over. The bracelet will work. It's just like, uh, uh. and this is also where Grace is like sneaking in to the laboratory to see Kit because she's like, mm, I'm sneaking, I'm sneaking, I need these ingredients, I'm sneaking. And Kit's like, why? Hello, hello. <laughs> and nobody visits Kit. Like, Kit is in his own little, like, he stays, he stays in his lane. Yeah, he's like, oh, and this is where they find out that the runes transfer that, you know, with the, 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 it's not like a steely, it's not a thing, it's a rune tree, you know, all, all of this stuff, all of this stuff. Lucy Anna Hypatia at her new shop. I love, I love where uh, Anna is just like, oh, but you, you, you're with Magnus, right? What about this snuff box? Will you help us? Let us help you. Help us. Help him. Help us. (laughs) And Hypatia's like, what the shit? What? I think the shadow hunters confuse Hypatia all the time. She's like, why why do I allow myself to get roped into this? I I don't know how to say no. Yeah, every time. What? Uh, but they're asking about Jesse and they're asking if she remembers Jesse and like who was the warlock, but that put the, the like, protection spells on you know what is going on and this is where we get the connection of emmanuel gast from book one and lucy's like i know that motherfucker (laughs) i know him it's like okay okay good to know good to know uh Thomas and Alistair, meanwhile, are kissing <laughs> in in the room while they wait to be judged by the moral sword. I'm nothing like you. You're a good person. I'm not. Love their whole growth, as you said. Uh, this is also where Matthew, Matthew, Matthew goes to Kit and takes the, uh, what is it, the pit, pit this? Um and Christopher's talking about how Grace, there's like more to Grace, you know, there's more to Grace. And then Matthew shows up and he's like, oh, hi, Matthew. Why are you like knocking on the door of your own 
house. That's we all of this is very weird. But sure, take this thing. Perfect trust, right? Love him. Ah. And of course, it's not Matthew. And that just makes it sad. No, because then everyone's like, yeah, I gave you the thing. And then they're like, I did, didn't give you shit. And then yeah. Like, well, then who did I give it to? It's like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Meanwhile, Lilith and James uh, are traveling to the shadow world, right? They get onto a chessboard. Um, you know, Magnus like vanishes. It's it's this whole thing. It's this whole thing. Um, you know, Lil- they're talking about Lilith, and then Magnus actually, I mean, Magnus is uh, Magnus is like um, you you have one. You only need three, my guy. What are we fucking with? What are we doing? What are we doing? And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Um, but his wound from Cortana is still bleeding. And I like James is like, why are you sending me this vision? These visions? Abelio's like, I'm not doing shit, my guy. Which is hard to believe. Yeah. Even when he's saying that, I'm like, "Mm, but aren't you? Like, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, and th- this is, you know, this is also where James is like kind of in trouble here, right? He's, he's not doing so good. Um, who comes to save him? Cordelia! Oh and my she's, goodness. But, and we have, and so, you know, everybody loves the trope, like, where's my wife? She's mine. Reverse the trope because she's like, get the fuck away from him. He's mine. And he's like, you know, he's unconscious and he's still like, I'm hers. <laughs> he's like, he's like so excited she's like did she just call me her it's like i heard you calling you know i heard you calling meanwhile magnus is hurt and stunned his magic is the wrong color his magic is blue no it's not or no his magic is it's green it's not blue sparks right yeah it's yeah, magic is the blue green. sparks are how we know yeah like it's him. the actual yeah magnus yeah we they, have Oh, Wait, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, is it too soon where he, they come out of it? And he's like, did you mean what you said that I'm yours? Uh, I'm going to say the bracelet cracks right off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this the, yeah, this is that part. The bracelet broke at that moment. He's like, did you mean that I'm yours? And she's like, uh, y- y- yes, maybe. Like, she doesn't want to, like, admit it because he doesn't know how he doesn't know that she really what she really feels about him and they kiss and he just he's like making out and he's like daisy daisy my daisy and it was like the spell is unbroken you're my constant star it's uh it's so good it's so so good all right james all right james uh let's whiplash you talk about grace 1903 (laughs) haha um chasing after james uh jesse doesn't know that tatiana has given grace this like mission to seduce james and that that uh, grace has this power so it's a lot of guilt and just kind of building up uh, grace's backstory Eh. um lucy commands a ghost in front of jessamine and this is where this is where jessamine finds out this is where jessamine has been like so every time you asked me to brush my hair i didn't your hair i didn't have a choice like what the fuck which i understand where jessamine was coming from but in those moments i don't think lucy saw it as that it was very much like her like their friends like oh do you mind brushing my hair yeah so it's 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 very sad but this is where we kind of learn about the anchor Right, the anchor that was told to us in chapter like one, we're just like, huh, an anchor. He's like, all right, all right, interesting, interesting. Um, Will, Tessa, Thomas, and Alistair uh, questioned in front of the Inquisitor and Charlotte about the mortal sword. Uh, the best thing here is, does Gideon remember that he owes me <laughs> 20 pounds? <laughs> They're like, 
like, how do we, do we ask everything? Do we know that this is truthful? Like what he's saying, even though it is the mortal sword. And that, that was so good. It was like, it, it was the will that we love cracking through. And because Charlotte had just, you know, chastised him. He's like, do you have any more secrets? And you know, Thomas is like, fuck. And Charlotte's like, no, it has to be specific. You know how this works well. It's like, ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And of course, the boys are cleared. They didn't do anything. We also learned that Matthew didn't go to Christopher's house so that the um, rune transfer is missing. Uh, very sweet scene with Ariadne and Anna being like, you know, my na- real name is like Carmela. It's all, it's all very good. They see a big cloud over the Institute, right? The Institute starts shaking. It's a whole thing. Lucy is not there. Lucy is at Chiswick House. Lucy's at Chiswick House. This is the, the cloud over the Institute. This is where Anna is like looking around to be like, is this an us shadow hunters thing or is this like a world thing? And then yeah. she goes like, everybody oh, else is just like, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's just like, ah. So yeah, Lucy's at Chiswick House. She is understanding the anchor. She sees that Jesse has five runes. This is where she's like going for the sword. And she's like, I'm sorry. And this is where she gets knocked the fuck out. So Lucy's down and out at Chiswick House. Um, This is James. Um, You know, he's having uh, visions. He's alone. He feels like all this contempt for a man, you know, all of this stuff. Um, but then he realizes that he sees Leviathan's sigil, right? And that, that Belial has the pithos. This is where it all is connecting and things are shaking and they all run to the garden and <laughs> there is seawater. <laughs> Leviathan come. The second I saw seawater, I was like that now. I was like, I'm guessing the Leviathans. I'm getting all the supernatural vibes. And then when they saw the seawater, I was like, yup, Leviathan's confirmed. Yeah, it's like, oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. So then there's like this big fight, you know, everybody's fighting. Uh, and then time stops. Is this the creepy part where Jesse yeah. starts walking towards them? He, everyone's like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Oh my gosh, there's a creepy kid. The creepy kid is whistling and strolling. Who the fuck is this? Oh my gosh. No, the fuck it isn't. That is Jesse Blackthorn. And then you hear Belial speaking well it's really just like they know based on the personality that belial has possessed jesse blackthorne's body yeah and this is where we we get the whole plot the whole plot is dumped here right yeah yeah all of it uh you know jesse is like this backup plan it's my essence was the anchor the protection spells all of it jesse died so that's like so you find out grace was never like a kid she was just kind of a transaction so she she was she was but like you said jesse was the backup if they if tessa couldn't have kids Exactly. He's been like working this whole time. He's ordered, Jesse's been ordered to like a twilight life so that his ghost is there, his body's preserved. It's like not a permanent solution. Like James is the permanent solution, but like he's still working this backup thing. Um, you know, he's got to get Cordelia out of the way. So Jesse's going to deal with that because Cordelia can hurt him. Uh, you know, again, like, I've I've had to put Tatiana off for years because she wants to like raise him, but I still need this body. Like he it's like, oh, you got me monologuing again. That and villain monologues, let me tell you. 
Yeah, it's just like a whole... And Cordelia, though, is fucking done with it. And she's like, you know what? I'm done. Bah! And she attacks. And you know what? We love that because Belial's just been stalling for a Leviathan. Uh, and, and he says, like, look, I'm going to kill everybody, James, if, if you don't let me possess you again. And, uh, here's Leviathan. He's going to, he's going to do it for me. So, like, kind of, kind of choose, kind of choose, please. Yeah, I, th- I thought James was going to choose. I yeah, thought he was. No, so did I. Yeah, so do I. But then, uh, who pops up here? Who Lilith up shows here? up. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, Paladin, what's up? And everyone's hey, like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm Wayland's Paladin. And she's like, oh, you mean this Wayland or this pixie? Or this Magnus Bane, and she, everyone's like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Um, and she's like, you know what? Like, Cortana has Michael's feather in it, Belial. That's why I can hurt you, Belial, because he's the one that took you out. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've, I'm in this now. Lilith says, like, I'm in it. Get out of my land, Belial. Like, this is like, why? Cord- Cord- Cordelia, Kill him, please. Kill him. Um, but then Lucy, Lucy, who, Lucy, who has been woken up and who has told Grace about everything, um, she goes after uh, everything. She goes to Malcolm and she stands in the way of this killing blow that, that Cordelia is going to make to Belial. And she's like, stop. And Cordelia, who is compelled i would think is the right word yeah yeah because whenever because she pledged feel fealty whenever she is beckoned upon it's a no questions actions only situation yeah yeah like no no questions actions only it's it's like kind of wild too um so the court the whole time cordelia's like get out of the fucking way get get out of the way lucy Shut the fuck up and get out of the way. I can end this right now. And she's like, no, it's Jesse. It's Jesse. And everybody else is like, get out of the way. <laughs> everybody. Move. Was, yeah, he's not. He's like, boy's dead, Lucy. Boy's dead. Like, yeah. Like, come on. And then this is where Belial's like, you're a useless girl. You can't see the Shadowlands. I don't like you. Rah. Um, and then Lucy's like, oh, you thought? Jesse Blackthorn, get back in your body. What do you think you're doing? Get back in your body, Jesse Blackthorn. And um, this is where like Belial's like, rah, and Jesse's like, rah, they're fighting in there. And then this is the moment where James goes cloudy, right? Takes Cordelia, goes cloudy too, and they are able together to stab Belial in the Shadowlands. And that is is wound two. two he only needs three which means we we have a book three so you're reading it and you're like oh well they're obvious and obviously yeah. it's the end of this part yeah of so, the you're Chronicles. Like, oh. so you're like okay this is how that ends <laughs> uh and how this scene ends is malcolm arriving on a horse i'm sorry i'm sorry i need to see that <laughs> i need to see that that's ridiculous. Malcolm arrives on a horse. Um, he's like, Oh, you know, the, the, the doors are shut in the Shadowland, you know. Uh, Charles, meanwhile, through all of this, Charles had been very hurt. Uh, Matthew's brother, he is awake. Um, and he is, he's going to be taken care of. Uh, this is also where James just like confesses everything to everybody. 
about uh, Jesse Belial. Everybody's talking about everything now. This is good. Um, and Malcolm is just beyond done with all of them about this fury over Annabelle. Um, but then Magnus is at the Institute. Yay. Magnus is at the Institute. Oh, James has finally told Daisy, 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 my love. And I'm like, finally, we're, we're admitting things. We're in a good direction. Or so you think. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. We can't. We can't. Oh, it's so close. It's so close. Okay. Okay. So where are we? We are at the Institute. Magnus. Um, I've been waiting for shit to go down. And of course it goes down while I wasn't here. Like the spell books are, I had to deal with like this really ancient evil in this spell book, but like, I'm here now. Let's go. Let's do stuff. Okay. Um, we have a very sweet scene with Sonar and Cordelia, uh, where she's like, you know, you married James for scandal, like all this stuff. Like, don't dote on me. Like, go live your life. And yeah. I, I am pregnant. I have to be like kind of in confinement, but like, don't worry about me. Like, yeah, please like, be it, happy. Yeah. Cause it was very much like I, you, she's like you and Alistair that you guys just want to be here for me and your sibling, but like you didn't choose for me to have this late pregnancy and life. Like all a parent would truly want is for their kid to be happy. Whatever that means for you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being happy. Uh, James, you know, everybody's at the house. James confesses the story. It was never Magnus. It was always Lilith because the magic was the wrong color. Uh, Cordelia confesses being Lilith's paladin. And she's like, you know, I would understand if you all hate me, but like no one gives a shit. Everyone's like, LOL. <laughs> They're yeah, like, you're in your own head because, yeah. and she's like, oh my God, I really have friends, y'all. Like, if this is not a big deal. Uh, you know, uh, this is where Matthew's hands are really visibly shaking and everyone's like, oh my goodness. We have a scene where, um, Anna and Ariadne, uh, Anna rejects Ariadne again, which is just, you know, that's just like a subplot that's going on. Uh, Lucy, Lucy's going to Cornwall with Malcolm, right? Like, she's, she's got all of her stuff. She's in Jesse's memories. Like, I command you to live. Jesse's breathing. Lucy blacks out. Like, this is the, this is where it circles back to the beginning of the book. Lucy, you have to choose your life or Jesse's, which is more important. This is, you know, so Malcolm takes them all. They go to Cornwall. Again, this is like so hugely plot specific for the dark artifices. It's just like, you know, that's his fucking cottage in Cornwall that, you know, okay, 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 okay. So Lucy, Lucy is with Malcolm blacked out. She had left a note. It's like this whole thing. Um, Tatiana tells Grace to seduce Jesse. What? That? Uh, yep. Yep. I was like, am I? I had to rewind it because I thought I heard it wrong. Yeah. And I was like, and it was like, but that, that's her brother. This is yeah. so, no, no. And Ta Tatiana's and, like, you're not blood. You're not related even I, slightly. I, yeah. And she's like, and she even told, and she's like, I don't, I don't consider y'all anything either. I consider yeah, you a business partner. Partner. Yeah. Not even my daughter. I am not your mother. We are partners. And my goal, which is to get my son back. Yeah. And Grace is like, no, 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 absolutely not. Fuck off. Fuck off completely. And she doesn't. You know where Grace fucks off to? James, James Herndale. Where James Herndale is having a passionate kiss with Cordelia. It is a real marriage. 
It is a real marriage, Daisy. Well, do you feel for me as you feel for Grace? I don't feel anything like how I used to feel for Grace. Oh, And here's where it starts, because as Cordelia is like, holy shit, like, I know how he felt about Grace. I don't even compare to that. Like, now she's already in her own head. Will is, or James is already like, I just heard what I said out loud in my head, and that does not, that does not bode well for me. That does not sound great. I hear how that sounds, and I would be upset with me too. Yeah. But at this moment, there's about the doorbell rings. Yeah. The doorbell rings. And it's just like, what is going on? Because again, uh, James is free. He is free now of the bracelet. He is noticing that Matthew is not okay. He is noticing all of this tension with Alistair and Thomas. He is noticing how much he loves Daisy. He knows that thinking about Grace fills him with revulsion. He suspects that he's been under a spell this whole time. So when Grace shows up here, James is like, all right, bet. Let's do this. Let's do this now, you little bitch. Like. Yeah. And he plays into it at first because he wants to, like, send the message out to get other people here to come collect Grace, too, because she throws herself at James. Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm calling the wedding off with Charles. And he's just like, thank God for that. Yay. But that's not what he actually means. But it's all a timing thing. It's all a miscommunication trope because Cordelia comes down the stairs. She's already not feeling so great. Aside from, um, you know, everything that just happened upstairs, she's also already, she's also in her head because she, um, is realizing she can't be parabatai with Lucy right now. She's not like, she's looking for a friend. She needs a friend. She has Grace throwing herself at her husband. She's like, well, I can't talk to Lucy about that because now I know that they've been kind of cooperating on this other thing. So like, Everything's a mess in Cordelia's life. So she just dashes the fuck out that door. Yeah. And, and too, like, I understand James's rage here, too. He, like, yeah. chucks the bracelet at Grace. And he has a whole blowout about how you stole my whole life. You stole my identity. Rightfully so. And Grace only, again, we said this a few times throughout the episode. She's only confessing everything because he showed his hand. Like, mm-hmm. what? I think it's so important to note that because she had every intention and James says this, you had every intention of keeping up this ruse coming over right now. You proved it to me when you walked through that door, threw yourself at me and threw, put your hands around my neck. Yep. You know, you did this to me at 14. You did it all for Belial. Uh, you destroyed me. How dare you touch me? Uh, I'm going to call the silent brothers. Like, you are fucked from here on out. And Grace is like, you know what? Yeah. Take take me. I'm done. Like, I'm done. Take yeah. me. She should, too, because, I mean, at least, like, somebody needs to get her away from all of this. I understand. Again, I'm acknowledging, and I think we both are, like, we understand that this is a survival thing. We understand the house that she was raised under with Tatiana. But, like, finally, she's like, I need to go no contact. Yeah, yeah. So it's, so it's, of course, Cordelia hears this, hears only the part of, thank God, that James says, and is like, I'm out. Cordelia flees to Matthews. Meanwhile, Jessamine is telling Will and Tessa about Lucy and her notes and running away. So that is happening in the Institute 
Will and Tessa are desperately trying to find Lucy and Jessamine is telling them. And then Cordelia is fleeing to Matthew's flat. And Matthew opens the door and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He's like, and he knows. He's like, what did he do? He knew. What the hell did James do? I thought he had his shit together a few times. I thought it was going to happen here. I thought it was going to happen there. Why don't you know what? Why don't you stay here? She has a great relationship. Like Cordelia, we know, has a great relationship with Matthew. And she also knew that he was the one person that she didn't have to hide anything from. He knew all the secrets. He knew all the truths. And she just needed a friend. And he was like, so stay here. And she's like, ah, this is going to be weird. Like, you know, like you want me to sleep on the couch or like do. And he's like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm so in love with you that I can't be around you in my parabatai right now because I thought shit was going to work out with you. And that's great. I'll get over it at some point. Um, But take my place. And she's like, you're in love with me. You're in love with me. But she's also like, you know, I love James. Yeah, I lied to him. I forced him into a marriage under false pretenses because I didn't tell him I loved him. So he didn't know uh, I deserve this pain. Right. Because James wouldn't have done these things if yeah. I actually told him, look, this isn't going to work. I'm in love with you because James wouldn't put her through that. Exactly. And Matthew's like, I can't see both of you happy. I thought you were happy. I can't see it. Like, I- I'm, I've am i loved you since your Hell Ruel dance. Like, I can't I can't do this. Um, so I'm going to Paris. And this is where Kadu is like, Par- Paris? <laughs> you're, going, you're going to Paris? I want to, I'll go to, I'll go to. He invites her to Paris and he's like, look, and she says, what does she say? You always say how great Paris is to like distract you from things. Yeah. She's like, well, then don't prove it, prove it. And he's like, all right, bet, bet. So they, they, they don't really even pack. They just immediately go to the train station. Uh, just tell me about this train station ending. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So think, okay, if you ever watch the CW, if you've ever watched good teen drama and think the WB2, like this is the season finale of the best season of your favorite teen drama. And you have to wait months, months for what's going to happen because they're on the train. They're on the train at this same time. James is like, where is because all of this is happening uh, keep in mind we have will and tessa at the institute james is fine you know matthew and and cordelia are are fleeing the train station they're like let's run away from our problems together uh, matthew is already like look we'll be friends we'll have our separate rooms i will respect your distance because by the way i was going to respect your marriage and i wasn't even going to come full circle to that man was like you know, your, your, year is up. I was, I'm ready to wait for you. It doesn't matter. And James is like, where, hey, hey, Effie, like, where, where's my wife? And she's like, oh, I'm staying out of my business, but she saw you in the foyer with someone who wasn't your wife and she dipped. She ran the fuck out. And he's like, why didn't you stop her? And she's like, I don't get enough. I don't get paid enough for this bullshit. So then he's like, slow. Like, James is like running across town. People are like, oh, my God. Why is this Herondale boy running, running to this train station? He gets there. He sees them. He sees her because, oh, sorry, because he goes to Matthew's house because he's like, where is she going to go? He's like, oh, my tracking rune is going to bring me to her. That's weird. Why is she at my best friend's house? Then realizes his best friend isn't there. They dip to the train station. He's running. 
He sees him. He's making this train. He's going to be like, what up, fam? What's going on? Let's all talk because huge miscommunication trope. I know what you saw. Uh, Timing is really bad, y'all. But like, I'm in it. I'm in it for the long haul. Who stops? Somebody stops him. He's about to get on the train. And who and somebody puts their hand on the shoulder. And you're just like, who the fuck is stopping Mr. James Herondale, you just want to whiplash and you want to fight him, but you can't fight him because you find out it's Will. And you're like, Will, what are you doing here? And now Will is desperate because he has one kid in front of him. He has one kid that's missing. And he's like, look, I'm the first. I don't even know what's going on there. I know you you, you say you want to go on your honeymoon. Not exactly the time. I get you want to go with your bestie and your wife, but like you need to stay here. And you're just screaming the whole time. Tell Will what's going on. Tell Will what's going on. He will get it. He will let you be on that train and take a, you know, take a key, a portal key or something back to it. They were going to, you know, he would have found a way and nobody's saying anything. It's the craziest like like laura was talking about earlier where she's like certain you know you're you're visualizing these scenes things are panning out you are watching this these are not words on a page these are not like words that you're listening to these are scenes and you're just like hyperventilating clutching your chest the entire time it's incredible It's incredible. And you're just like, Oh my God. And then James is like, but like, when I tell them, then they'll cut the, it'll be this whole thing. They, they deserve that. Like they, ah, ah, ah. So then he goes and he goes with Will and he goes with Magnus and they're on their way. They're going to go find Lucy. So that's their like whole plot is like, they have to go find Lucy and Matthew and Jane and Matthew and Cordelia are in Paris. And the book, like that chapter ends and you're just like, Oh my God. Oh my God, it just ends. And then there's an epilogue with Tatiana, um, you know, getting out of the iron citadel and there's the, the key and Belial and, you know, that, that sets us up. And then there's a little bonus story that we're going to, not going to talk about. Um, but oh my God. That ending. That is how, because you want to know something, that ending. And Laura, we talked about it before this episode. We tendency have to have the discussions, especially in a um, confirmed trilogy of book two being like a travel book or book two is like usually kind of like a, a, a large info dumping book that usually feeds into um, and bridges your way to book three. This is not that. This was such a very strong, non-travel-y book two um, in, in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah, in the best way possible. Uh, you're not even asking me. My favorite moments are Will I'm with waiting. the, wi- the wheel demon. My favorite moments are Will with the wheel demon and the ending and the necklace. That's it. The necklace yeah. with Anna, the Anna necklace or the world necklace? The world necklace. It's just, it's just so good. It's just so good. What are yours? I'm still processing. I love, yeah. I love, I love it all. I, I don't want to, I don't want to confirm a favorite moment yet. Because right now I'm just that high, that finale high. It's so it's good. So this last, that last chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd say like, where do we go from here? And it's hard to, I feel like it's hard to say that because when we finish the book, there's an extra chapter bonus chapter. And I asked you, because you've guided me through this whole thing, do I read it? And you were like, it's really, it's not going to add. It's just like additional information. So, and I didn't want to get out of this headspace. But is there, people can, pe- like, it's chron- it's chronicles. It's not just like 
a, a series. It is a series. Is there any other way that you would recommend to read this? No. Like, would you ever start? Okay. That was going to be like, no. would you start with the last hours? You can't. No. No, I, I really do not think that you could just like, cause I know that we, that just you have said like, you could start here. Like you could not, <laughs> not, not the last hours, like specifically, but like other parts in Shadow Hunters, like you could start here. Like it won't, you know, maybe it won't make as much sense, but you could start here. You could not start, I don't think, with the last hours and get as much out of it as what is here. There's so much. There's fan service here. There's nods here. There's connections here. There's just mentions of things here that are fun that if you are enmeshed in the Shadowhunter world that you really love. And like, uh, Jess, you and I were talking earlier, like, yeah, there's Easter eggs. I love eggs. <laughs> Give them to me. <laughs> They're so good because it's like, do they add to the story? No. If you took it out, would it make a difference? No. It's it's just there for the fans. It is just there for the fans. And oh, don't we love when they do that? It's it's just it's it's lovely. It's lovely. Uh so no, I don't think you could just like pick up the Shadowhunter world from the last hours. I think you really should uh put in I guess to put in the work uh, and uh, start somewhere else so that you can you can love these characters because um there is a you know, it's there's a lot of characters here. There's a lot of male characters that have the same last names and shared names. And there's there's a lot to wrap your head around. And it is easier to love and understand these books and these characters, this series specifically, if you have some sort of Shadowhunter background. Yeah. Um, just just so that you can love it because it's a good story that deserves to be loved because this ending, you deserve to like, ah, at this ending. And again, this is, we're almost at the end. No? Yeah. Which is like, (laughs) I want to drag our feet because I don't want it to be over. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we almost, we almost are, you know, we'll get, you know, Wicked Power, Secrets of Blackthorn Hall, which we have not touched. (sighs) Obviously, I think just you can see from the order that I, we are doing this, like why we have not touched Secrets of, um, you know, Blackthorn Manor. Oh my gosh. Have you, did you even start that yet or not? I did a little bit of it, but again, it is easier for me to converse with you to be in the heads. You know what I'm saying? Like the headspace to not. To not even think about it. I can't, I'm not even going to think about it. So I'm here with you. I'm present with you in the We're moment. Almost there. Then, then you're going to be like, just get book three in and then we can figure the rest of it out because there's yeah. still some novellas we haven't tapped into yet. Yes, there are still some novellas, some Magnus and Alex stuff that we haven't gotten to, but we will, we will, we will. Um, but, but, uh, you know, true to fashion, we are consistent here on Acafe. This has run a little <laughs> long. But thanks for joining us. We can't wait for you to to keep following us on the journey. Um, feel free to follow us on Instagram or at Acafe Podcast. We're also both on TikTok, Acafe Laura and Acafe Jessica. We can't wait to hear from you and we'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye.